Welcome to the Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, and we have been talking this week in regards to once and for all. Now, how many of you believe that Jesus did a finished work on the cross, that the finished work that Jesus did delivered us and freed us from the powers of darkness? And what a wonderful revelation that is. You know, there is no need for anything that He did to be done twice. He lived once, He obeyed once, He brought in righteousness once, He died once, He rose once, He obtained eternal redemption once, once and for all. He brought in the power and the revelation of who we are. Now in Hebrews chapter 7, Hebrews 7, 8, 9, and 10 it is really good scriptures to read to understand the finished work of Jesus Christ. Because as we understand, it's a place of rest in, in, in Hebrews chapter 4 that God is trying to take the body of Christ to, that we can rest in that finished work and just enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Now, watch in Titus chapter 3 verse 7. Therefore being justified, now the word justified means declared righteous by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So we've been justified by His grace, not by our grace, not by our performance. We've been declared righteous by His marvelous grace. Now, we should be made heirs. The heirs, we're joint heirs with Jesus and we're heirs of God. So we, we receive everything that Jesus receives because we've accepted His grace. What a wonderful revelation that is. Now, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27, "...who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For once he did, for this he did once." when he offered up himself. Now, I want you to understand something. Under the old covenant, the priest would have to go in and present himself for his own sins before he could go in and present himself for our sins or the people's sins in the old covenant. Now, Jesus went in and presented himself because he didn't have any sin and he was without sin. Now, I believe there's a powerful revelation there that he went in once and sacrificed himself that all of us would be free and we'd be free forever. Now, look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. So we see that the blood of bulls and goats, but with his own blood, he entered one time into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. Now you say, well, pastor, do you believe that we're once saved, always saved? I, I, I don't want to use it quite like that, but I do believe that once we have eternal life, we have eternal life, and it's eternal for redemption. Redemption eternal means there's no beginning and there's no end. So he obtained eternal redemption for us. We were totally and eternally with no beginning and no end for our redemption forever. And so you say, well, do you believe once saved, always saved? I think we're back to the reality of that once we get saved and once we accept Him, we're already a part of the family of God and that can only be removed by Him removing it. It can't be removed by me and you removing it. It's not based on my sin. My sin does not separate me from God. Now, I know that I'm on here and you need to think about what I'm just saying, that the sin and your performance does not measure your relationship with the Lord. You say, well, pastor, the Bible says you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears. Everybody uses that scripture. But the Bible also says in the four gospels, you offend, you pluck it out. If you arm, offend, you cut it off. Now, we don't see that going on in the body of Christ because we'd have a bunch of people lame. We'd have a bunch of people blind. We'd have a bunch of people with no hands. It would be a slaughterhouse in the church. So we take the part that we like literally. We don't take the part that we don't. You know, it's kind of like 
in the old in the old covenant. They said if you know if you you've slept with a woman, then you've committed sin. Jesus goes a step further. He said if you look upon a woman with lust in your heart, you've already sinned. You've already slept with her. So he was taking it a course deeper, but he was not doing that to condemn. He was doing that to show them that it's not by their works, but it's by righteousness and his finished work on the cross that they're free and able to live in the place that they're able to live. He was not saying if your arm offends you, cut the thing off, because everybody wouldn't have no arms. But look what Hebrews chapter 9 verse 26 says. For then must he who often hath suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Now we know that was not the end of the world, but it was the end of the age. It was the end of the old covenant and the beginning of the new covenant. Now, you understand that the, all the Levitical priesthood came out of the, out of the, the, the Levites until Jesus came along. And then he come out of the order of Melchizedek. And, and we understand that he come out of the tribe of Judah. And from that point, he as a priest began to bless people. Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And the blessings and favor came on God, all of his, all of, on Jesus all of his life. And then Jesus come along and he was her high priest and he blessed us. And, and I want you to understand something. It says that he put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Now, I want you to understand that this word sin here is not a verb. It's not talking about smoking, drinking, doing drugs. It's not talking about fleshly things. It's talking about he put away the sin nature by the sacrifice of himself. Now, look at verse 28 of that same chapter, and you'll see some more revelation. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So we see in Hebrews 10 and 10, By thee which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Now look at verse 12. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. And we see that in verse 14 of Hebrews 10, it says with one offering, he has forever completely, perfectly perfected everybody that's been sanctified. I love what the Amplified said. It says we've been completely cleansed and forgiven forever. So he's made us perfect in him. You say, well, pastor, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect in your actions, but you're perfect in your spirit. That's the part of the relationship we don't understand. That's the part that grace receives. And by grace, have you been saved through faith in Jesus Christ? What a wonderful thing to know that you and I have been set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's the beauty of grace.